welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 423. That's where the word lackey comes from, you know? All those paupered nobility forced to scrape and bow to make ends meet. In the South, they became the lackliths, who slowly spiraled into obscurity. The same with the Kipke in Modeg. The largest part of the family was here in Vintus, except Vintus didn't exist back then. He closed the book and held it out to me. You can borrow this if you'd like. Thank you, I took the book. You're too kind. There was the distant sound of a belling tower. I'm too long-winded, he said. I've taken away our time and haven't given you anything of use. Just the history makes a great difference. I said gratefully. Are you sure I can't interest you in a few stories from other families? He asked, walking over to a work table. I wintered with the Jackis family not long ago. The Baron is widowed, you know, quite wealthy and somewhat eccentric. He raised both eyebrows at me, his eyes wide with implied scandal. I'm sure I could remember a few interesting things if I were assured of my anonymity. I was tempted to break character for that, but instead I shook my head. Perhaps when I'm done working on the lackless section, I said, with all the self-importance of someone who devoted to a truly useless project. My research is quite delicate. I don't want to get tangled up in my head. Codicus frowned a bit, then shrugged it away as he rolled up his sleeves and began to make the mare's medicine. I watched him go through his preparations again. It wasn't alchemy. I knew that from watching Simon work. This was barely even chemistry. Mixing a medicine like this was closer to following a recipe than anything. But what were the ingredients? I watched him move through the, it step by step. The dried leaf was probably bit few. The liquid from the stopper jar was no doubt muratum or aquafortis, some sort of acid at any rate. When it bubbled and steamed in the lead bowl, it dissolved a small amount of lead, maybe only a quarter scruple. The white powder was probably ophalum. He added a pinch of the final ingredient. I couldn't even guess what that was. It looked like salt, but then again, most everything looked like salt. As he went through the motions, Codicus nattered on about court gossip. Deferre's eldest son had broken his leg, jumping out a brothel window. Lady Hesua's most recent lover was Yilish and didn't speak a word of a Turin. There was a rumor of highwaymen on King's Road to the north. There was a rumor of highwaymen on the King's Road to the north, but there are always rumors of bandits, so that was nothing new. I don't care one whit for gossip, but I can fake interest when I must. All the while, I watched Codicus for some telltale sign some whisper of nervousness. And that's the page. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy.
So once again, Rothfuss has created a false etymology for a word, uh, which is something that we've seen him do before. Uh, and this time he does it with the word lackey. I was sort of wondering if that was going to happen. I didn't remember it happening when I read the last page, but I was thinking about commenting on it and I was like, no, I'll wait and see. And I'm glad that I waited and saw because it does happen. Is it possible that you remembered somewhere in your in the deep recesses of your mind that this was coming up? It's possible. I mean, it's unlikely, but it's possible. <laughs> we get a little more detail on this page about how Codicus makes his tincture comparatively to what we got before. Or I guess we get, it's not that we get more detail, it's that we get different details. Yeah, and we get like Foth, Foth try to work out exactly what it is, right? So Foth is paying attention to slightly different things. Mm-hmm. But again, it's all guesswork. And again, yeah, throughout... so it's still up in the air whether or not this thing is in fact what Quoth thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And again, throughout this chapter, we still get Quoth trying to figure out kind of what we're trying to figure out. Like, is Codicus a fraud? Is he really an arcanist? Is he deliberately poisoning the mare? Is he poisoning the mare by accident? Is he poisoning the mare at all? Like, these are all uh, questions that have are still up in the air as far as the reader is concerned. And I think Quoth having started to second guess himself is now like starting to reevaluate and try to like gather more evidence to support his hypothesis. Right. Even if only for himself, as far as like collecting information and evidence, it would still be good for him to listen to that gossip and collect information from the gossip, but he doesn't really like, he doesn't want to hear about the gossip, but I feel like, like if stories are important, and if knowing more things about the court is important, why why doesn't he care about the gossip? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Maybe the information that Codicus is, is nattering on about will become important to Quoth later, and it would have been good for him to be paying more attention now than he is. But in his defense, I think that as far as he's concerned, the issue of whether or not the, being, the mayor being poisoned is more life-threateningly immediate for him. <laughs> I also have a crackpot theory on this page. I am channeling my inner Nick. Do tell. Lay it on us. It is regarding the Jackus family. So he, so Codicus says that he, he summered with the, with the Jackus family. And he's offering like info on that. But also, so for Quoth to maintain the character he's playing, he needs to say no to that information. But what if Codicus knew that Quoth is not the Dom Lordling? Or what if Codicus somehow knows that Quoth is somehow like negatively connected to Ambrose? Is trying to bait Quoth with the Ambrose stuff. Like on purpose. That's a good question. Because certainly I am tantalized by that information about the Jackus family. Oh, aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> and yeah, that's a good point. Like what if Codicus... Because by the end of this chapter, we can be sure that Codicus is suspicious of Quoth in the same way that Quoth is suspicious of Codicus. And if that is the case, and may, like, you know, maybe Codicus is not as dumb as we think he is. Maybe he is like, oh yeah, I've heard of this kid from the university who like got into a big feud with the heir of the Jackasses. Maybe this is that guy. One With way hair could... as red as flame and probably easy to spot. Right. So one way that, but I can't be sure that it's him. So one way that I could try to be sure is to bait him with information about this guy I know he hates. That is an interesting idea. 
Anyway, I don't believe my own crackpot theory, but I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> You're playing the devil's crackpot. Sure. Yeah. I'm. I mean, maybe the crackpot's maybe advocate. Mm-hmm. Because Nick's not here to offer his generally crackpot theories. So someone's got to do it. And I'm sure he'll be listening to this episode when it comes out, hopping from foot to foot with rage as he goes, you fools, you've got it all wrong. <laughs> Don't you understand that this is just further evidence of the time loop and that Codicus is actually actually Quoth's son from a different timeline? Probably something like that. Mm-hmm. It is worth just like thinking about what information we're getting about the Jackasses, though. The Baron, a.k.a. Ambrose's father, is a widower, quite wealthy and somewhat eccentric. So what does eccentric mean in this context, right? Like, is he eccentric because he is, like Ambrose, a a tyrant who is completely full of himself and, you know, treats his servants like crap? Or is he an eccentric because he is the opposite of Ambrose? If he's like, you know, what if what if our barony was a democracy instead? What if we treated the servants nicely and gave them equal rights? You know? What if he is an arcanist? What if he's an emir? Like, the word eccentric could mean all kinds of things in this context. Yeah, I I don't know how to apply that. I'm open to whatever Rothfuss gives us as far as details, should they appear in Doors of Stone. Yeah, I don't think we're meant to be able to make a guess just yet, but I think it is meant to make us think, what is going on with Ambrose's dad and how has that affected who Ambrose is, right? I think the other kind of relevant detail is that the Baron is a widower. Ambrose's mom is dead. And we don't know when that happened. Yeah, and and how did it affect Ambrose, right? They definitely seeing some, uh, I guess, maybe some backing. I'm not sure what the right word for this is, but some evidence that maybe Ambrose is not the bad guy we we are led to believe him to be like in what sense well in the sense that like maybe instead of just being an obnoxious rich kid who does mean things maybe he is a complex person whose negative actions are affected by unfortunate things that occurred in their past so maybe he's an obnoxious rich kid who is that way because his mom's dead and daddy didn't love him yeah sure that <laughs> right so I guess the the existential question is, does that matter? I don't know yet. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't know. It's good to know a little bit about Ambrose's character, I suppose. It's nice yeah, to it know is. that instead of just being a dick for the sake of being a dick, he might like not. It's not excusable, but he might have like stuff that makes him do that that maybe he doesn't have as good control over as he should. Like, maybe he acts out in a way that he has yet to be able to manage. Sure. He's a product of his environment and his upbringing. Yes. Which does not excuse his behavior, but is interesting to learn about. It can explain his behavior, perhaps. Yes. Without excusing it. I feel like that's kind of all I got on this one. Uh, if you have nothing else, should we should we move on? Sure. I do have a note I would like to bring in from our listening audience. SNC is saying that they think the Baron Jackis is the one paying Codicus to poison the mare, since we hear other examples of people ahead of the Jackis family in the vintage line of succession 
dying mysteriously. Codicus mentions uh, wintering with them. So that. Oh, that's a good point. And maybe maybe this is all part of the Jackus family's plan of like poisoning their way to the throne of Ventus. Yeah, maybe. Much to think on. Much to think on. Well, listeners, you can think on muchly this episode and tomorrow's episode of Page of the Wee. Wee.